stock splits? What is Ken McElroy saying? What are some key Fed talk that we need to listen to this week? There's a lot going on. But first, let's congratulate a bunch of One Rinse at a Time fans for doing the work. First, we want to congratulate Travis for getting his first deal. We would like to congratulate Tiago for getting his first deal. We also want to congratulate Anna for getting her next deal. And Chris for getting your next deal. And of course, Travis one more time got two. So he got a golden ticket and a black card. So again, folks, these are some things that we do to track the impact of one rental at a time. So uh, it is fun to get these, it is fun to mail them out. But let's get into the news. I want the first topic today to be stock splits. And I would like to get your input. Uh, when we look at 2024, I think there are three companies that are ripe for potential stock splits. I would love to get your audience participation, so leave comments below. Do you think NVIDIA or Microsoft or Meta slash Facebook will be the first, the first to have a stock split in 2024? Let me know in the comments below. I do think all three are potentials, uh, but I do think at least one if not two of them will actually have stock splits. So leave my, my comments below. I'd love to hear from you. Let's see what you have to say. Folks, I've been watching Ken McElroy's videos lately. Uh, he just did an event with George Gammon, I believe. And really what I took from his talk at that event is a couple of things. First, we are in for some pain in the commercial market. If you've been watching this channel for any length of time, that is not a surprise to you. You have uh, undoubtedly seen Jonathan and Anna and I and others talk about the pain coming to multifamily and office and the like. But what I think is interesting, and dare I say important, is that you can see Ken McElroy playing chess while many of us are playing checkers. What do I mean by that? Ken McElroy is basically saying, you know what, the next two years are going to be rough. It's just, it is what it is low cap rates, high in, you know, higher interest rates, you know, all kinds of bad stuff. Nothing really new there. But what Ken is trying to highlight for us, if we're paying attention, is 2025, no, 2026, excuse me, 2026 and 2027 will come back in a big way. Why does he say that? Well, it's actually something that Lance Lambert from Resi Club and I have been talking about for about six months. If, actually, it's been about nine months. Remember when we went back and we talked about uh, First Republic and we talked about Silicon Valley Bank and we really highlighted that builders, especially midterm builders, were going to pull back. You know, I play in the single family market, Lance does, so, you know, we were on that early. But what Ken is trying to highlight for us that I think, I not think, I would have missed without question, without his guidance is what's happening in multifamily is the same thing. We are delivering products to market that were funded two and three years ago. New development, shovel-ready stuff is being mothballed. So what is gonna happen? We are gonna clean up the next two years. We are then going to get into an environment where there is even less supply. So I think that's interesting, right? If you can work in an environment, you can structure debt, you get seller financing, whatever it is, and you can get through 24, 
25, maybe 26, it will be different on the other side. That said, Grant Cardone has been saying some of the same things, right? He's saying, hey, we're going to buy now when there's blood in the streets. You know, it's, even if it's some of yours, um, that's the time to build. One second. Sonny is whining. Yes, Sonny wanted to get up and say hi to you all, so we did that. There you go, Sonny. Good job. So again, Grant Cardone is telling us kind of the same things. It's, it's a way of playing, I guess, chess, where we are playing a couple of years ahead. So I think, I, think it is, I think it's important to follow Ken on this topic. Uh, I've given Ken a hard time in the past for some of his calls on single family. He's not a single family guy, but he is a multifamily guy. And I think his advice in coaching is one we should all pay attention to. So shout out Ken uh, for that. Um, insight that I would have missed because I am not a builder. I am not an owner of 400 unit buildings and Ken is. So uh, pretty cool stuff. Let's talk about housing in Q1. I think there's a lot of noise coming out of December, both good and bad. But when I look at it, there are three variables that I'm going to track January, February, and March. The first one, new listings. There is talk about December about supply being unlocked because supply is up 5%, or I'm sorry, new listings are up 5%. I'm hesitant to believe that, because again, if you remember last year, it was ugly. So again, the winter can be very distorted. But if we get into kind of third week of January, certainly February, and new listings are continuously surprising to the upside, Maybe, maybe the move up buyer is unlocked and we can get back to a seemingly normal housing market. Certainly not my call, but it is something I am watching. Number two, mortgage demand. In this one, we're really lucky. I believe it's every Wednesday. It might be Thursday, but I think it's Wednesday. Mortgage Bankers Association puts out the weekly mortgage um, information, both purchase, and refi. It is my belief that those numbers will go up significantly. If so, that is a leading indicator, right? Because in this environment, in this housing market, you need to get pre-approved before you move on to the next stage of writing offers. At least that is what most of us do. So I will be watching purchase and refi demand. And then finally, number three is active inventory. Now, active inventory, I do believe in most markets should be divided, right? Take the median below and above. Please do that in your markets. It is my belief that active inventory below the median as rates fall will become scarcer. But to point one, it's possible. I don't think likely, but what I think doesn't matter, it's possible that active inventory rises. The move-up demand comes. They sell the first-time home and they buy the second. I don't know. Seems a little early to me, but that is something we are going to be looking for. So those are the things I am looking for in the housing information. Folks, there were three very important videos released on Sunday that if you haven't had a chance to watch, I would take a gander 
One, Mr. Dan Bird and his stock analysis. He is highlighting a pretty critical negative divergence. And if you've been following Dan's playlist for any length of time, you realize that uh, he has been right a lot. So you might want to take a look at that video. Negative divergence means uh, that the market may be going up, but the underlying variables are weak. So take a look at the video. He shares the charts, the indicators. We discuss it. Take a look at that. And then the next two videos uh, are new investor series. Yes, folks, on this channel, we have a playlist called New Investors. We had two uh, posts yesterday and I think another one this morning. Uh, basically talking about how I moved the needle was I got a buy box. I got disciplined. We also had somebody share with us that they were trying to do a 50-40-10 and the seller was reluctant to take a second. So what did they do? They did the first. They did the whole thing. So again, it is possible if you do the work to find deals and put it together. It is not easy. I never promised it would be easy. But you are seeing more and more new investors generate great deals. Some folks don't think it's possible. We prove it every day that if you do the work, you don't just do average, that you can get a great deal, right? That is the key to one rental at a time, is believing that you can do it. Interesting that when somebody's out there talking about Dow 50,000, Dow 50,000, it's a nice round number. It's an interesting headline getter. Uh, the key to this call of 50,000 was actually the dollar getting weaker. Uh, this an, uh, analyst, J.C. Peretz, J.C. Peretz is a technical analyst. He is saying for every 10% drop in the dollar, that 3% rolls to the bottom line of publicly traded companies. You take that 3% on top of a multiple and bingo bango, you could see 50,000 on the Dow. I thought that was interesting. We are getting more and more folks talking about no rate cuts in 24. Uh, this time out of the European zone, uh, Robert Holzman is talking about no rate cuts in 2024. Inflation is going to be hard to beat going lower. I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, soft landing, you know, hard landing, all of these things. Uh, we do have a call, I believe, for Q1 GDP. Yep, there it is. Bank of America is calling Q4 GDP at 1.2%. That's interesting. Remember, Q3 was, let's call it 5%. So let me just ask you this. You go from, five, you go from 100 miles an hour to 25. How does that feel? Right, you're still moving forward, but it's at a much slower rate. Also, getting to zero is a lot easier at 25 than 100. Why do I bring this up? It's, it could happen, right? I called the Q1, Q2 recession, which means negative GDP. If we go from five to 1.2, it's not a big stretch to think that Q1 could be negative. So we are going to be paying attention to that. A couple of key earnings this week in the financial area. They start tomorrow. Today is a holiday, Martin Luther King Day. The markets are closed. Uh, we got Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley on Tuesday. We got Charles Schwab and Discover on Wednesday. Discover, I'm going to be interested in uh, credit card delinquencies and any, um, you know, uh, reserve for bad debt. We've talked about that a bunch on this channel. Uh, Thursday, we get some uh, medium-sized institutions like M&T Bank and Bank of Ozarks. 
Friday, 5th, 3rd, Comerica and State Street. It'll be very interesting. What is going on with net interest margin? What is going on with loan loss reserves? What is going on with charge-offs? What is going on with headcount? Will more people take the Citigroup route and whack 10%? These are all important things for us to be watching this week. And lastly, we have lots and lots of Fed speak this week. I think there are only three things that I am watching for. One, does any Fed president talk about rate increases? I think that is important. Or all, all of them talking hold for longer. Will one Fed president surprise us and say something like, we need to, we need to go one more? It'll be interesting. Number two, is anyone comfortable giving a date or a range for Fed rate cuts? I think you might hear summer, second half of the year. I will be looking for those variables. And then number three, is anyone talking no cuts in 2024? So are they going higher? When's the first one? And is anybody talking no cuts? Those are the three things that I will be listening to in the Fed speeches. I think there are eight or nine of them this week. Uh, so those are important things. And then for folks looking to go to our event in Las Vegas on February 17th and 18th, great news. We have four tickets available. Yes, we are no longer sold out. We have four tickets available. They are $199 each. Uh, if history is any indicator, you should get those tickets today. I will put the link below. If you want to go ahead and just go to the Eventbrite, you can get them there. Yes, four tickets available. And then finally, the virtual tickets are starting to sell faster. They likely will sell out because of my Zoom limitations. Uh, we now have 60 folks signed up for the virtual event. So we hope to see you there either virtually or in person. Again, Thank you for being a part of this. Let's congratulate the One Rental at a Time community one more time for doing the work. Let's do this just a bit faster. Travis, congratulations for your golden ticket and your first black card. Cards will be in the mail today. Chris, congratulations for your next deal. Anna, congratulations for your next deal. And Tiago, congratulations on your first deal. Folks, you guys are amazing. Keep being legends. Take care of yourself. Have fun. Later.